welcome back. We're glad that you're able to join us. My name is Jesse Martinez. I am the Tampa Youth Ranch Director. New year, new you, right? Well, I hope so. I hope that 2015 is behind you and 2016 is far in front of you. And you are ready to tackle this new year with a smile, with a good attitude, and ready to get things done. I am ready for 2016, and I hope you are too. I want to let you know that Tampa Youth Ranch is starting again on January 7th. January 7th at 7 p.m., 4811 George Road in Tampa, Florida. The church we have our youth group at is called Calvary Community Church of Tampa under the direction of Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold. I'm excited, and I hope I'm able to see you there. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you so much. We're glad that we have your audience. And also, we are now on iTunes. That's right. If you have an Apple device, an iPad, a Mac, an iPhone, you can find us on the iTunes store. All you have to do is find the search icon in your music section and search Tampa Youth Ranch. Then you will be able to see that we have our podcasts up there. Episode 1 and 2 are available. If you're listening on our website, www.tampayouthranch.com, thank you. We appreciate you checking it out there. We also have a new newsletter that is coming up. We have submitted the application for our mobile app. That's right. Tampa Youth Ranch is going to have a mobile app where you're going to be able to listen to the podcast in your mobile application. You'll be able to get the newsletter there, see pictures that we post on our Facebook and Instagram through that site. I am so excited about the app. And it's going to be on iOS and Android, so that's very exciting too. We're going to be able to hit both of those mobile device platforms. You can follow us on social media. Our Facebook is www.facebook.com slash Tampa Youth Ranch. You can also find us on Twitter. Just search Tampa Youth Ranch and also on Instagram at Tampa Youth Ranch or search the hashtag T Youth Ranch. That's again the hashtag T Youth Ranch. I want to talk to you today about three big reasons why you matter to God. I know that when I was growing up, it was hard for me to think that a God that was so big and so mysterious to me was able to show love and also show love to me. I remember when I was young and I was flying to Miami, it was my first flight, I was going to see my Aunt Susie. And as we took off, I started to see down below on the runway that everything got real small like the toy cars I played with. And as we were flying from Tampa International Airport, I looked down and saw some streets with cars just going so fast. And I thought to myself, they're so tiny. And I turned to my mother and I said, Mom, everything looks so tiny. And she said, well, now you're all the way up here. Your perception has changed. And that is how I feel. Sometimes teenagers look at God. The perception is wrong. See, God loves you. He cares about you more than you understand. And you matter to God. Well, he created the universe. Well, he's all powerful. He's all knowing. He wouldn't care about me. Oh, my friend, how mistaken you are. He does care about you. And he wants the best for you. I put together three reasons why you matter to God, and they're big reasons. The first reason is he loved you regardless of your condition. He loved you regardless of your condition. Well, what condition am I talking about? Well, have you ever told a lie before? Have you ever done something wrong? Have you ever cheated on a test? Have you ever taken something that's not yours? 
Have you ever said something that you probably shouldn't have said? Maybe used foul language or gossiped about somebody? See, this is all what we call sin, and that sin is an attack on the holiness of God. And we're all sinners, and that separates us from God. But here's the good part. God loves you regardless of that sin condition. There's a verse that I want to quote to you. It's in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. It says, But God commendeth, that word means demonstrated or showed, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I've heard Dr. Arnold, the pastor here, explain a great truth about God. That he loves you so much he would rather die than live without you. What a great truth that is. What a great thing for us to know. That God absolutely loves us regardless of what we have done. When I went out to the mall and I've talked to teenagers, much like you that are listening now, and I tell them that God loves them no matter what they've done, it breaks my heart to see some of those teenagers look at me and say, You don't know what I've done. You don't know who I am. And it's good to know that I can tell them confidently, I don't need to know what you've done. I don't need to know exactly everything about you because the Bible says that God loves you. Even while you were a sinner, Jesus Christ died for you. So that's the first thing I want you to know. He loved you regardless of your condition. The second big reason why you matter to God is he has given you the job of sharing the gospel. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 4 says, But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God which trieth our hearts. I want to bring your attention back to the front part of that verse. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, If I had an important job to be done, if I needed something to be done and for it to be done right, I surely would make sure I put someone who I can rely on to get the job done. Somebody that I can trust to do the job right, to be consistent, and to be faithful. Now, God has given us that opportunity. And man, what a great opportunity it is. Let's think about this for a second. I'm sure you have friends. I'm sure you have people that you hang out with family members that you see. Maybe you just saw them for New Year's and Christmas and Thanksgiving, all the holidays that have just come and gone. You have opportunities right where you are as a teenager to share the best news in all the world. That Jesus Christ, God himself, came down to earth and died for all the sin of all the world. He was buried and he rose again three days later. And it says in John 3.16, Whosoever believeth on him. Whosoever just simply believeth. We talked about that in last week's episode. Simply believing on Jesus Christ will give us the gift of eternal life. We don't deserve it. We did nothing to earn it. All we have to do is believe on what Jesus Christ did for us. And he paid for our sin. And he has given you the job of sharing that message. What an opportunity. See, you matter to God. I believe that God wants to use you. 
I might not know exactly who's listening to this podcast or where you are, what's going on in your life right now, but I do know this. If you have placed your trust in Jesus Christ, you know you're going to heaven when you die. You have a job. You have a job to share that news that somebody shared with you. I once had it put in perspective for me. What if someone never reached me with the gospel? What if, right now, I was not saved because someone didn't tell me? And what if someone didn't tell that person that told me? And you can go all the way back. Are you thankful for the opportunity that you had to hear the gospel? You know, we live in a country that has a lot of ways to get the gospel to people. Cell phones, we can use the internet, we can text people, we can call people, we can email one another, you see people face to face. Imagine a third world country where it might be harder to reach them, but you live here in America and you have heard the gospel. You know where you're going when you die because somebody reached you with that life-changing news. Now it's your turn. Now it's your turn, man. You get to be the one that comes up to bat, bottom of the ninth inning, two strikes, looking at a one-run loss right in the face. You going to swing? You going to take a strike? The first big reason why you matter to God is he loved you regardless of your condition. The second, he has entrusted you with sharing the gospel. And the third is he has given you the Holy Spirit to enable you to grow. I don't know if you remember doing science projects when you were in elementary school, but I remember one in particular, growing a little plant. And I had a plant that I was going to water and put in the sunlight and take care of it according to what the outline of the project asked for. And I had another one that I was not going to water, that I was not going to put in the sunlight. Well, the one that I did put in the sunlight and water, it grew significantly better than the one that was not placed in the sunlight or watered. Does it change the fact that they're plants? No. Both of those were still plants. Both of them were involved in the project I was doing. But one of them grew and the other one did not. And it's the same way with you. If you've placed your trust in Christ, God has given you the moment that you believe the Holy Spirit. It's a form of God. It is God, and it lives inside of you. Look in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. It says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. See, the Holy Spirit lives inside every single person that has placed their trust in Jesus Christ. Whether they know it or not, he's still there, and he gives us the ability to grow. He will help you understand the Bible. Things will begin to make sense the more that you study and apply yourself. Make no mistake, you have to do nothing to get saved except believe on Jesus Christ. No works, no good deeds, but after you're saved, it's going to take work to grow. It's going to take sacrifice. There's going to be things that you have to start doing that you didn't do before. It's going to be weird and not normal, and it's going to be something that you might struggle with, but do not be afraid. He's with you. He's given you the Holy Spirit. God loves you. You matter to him, and he will help you to grow and understand the Bible. Let me give you a set of verses here in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 
verses 14 through 16. It's going to talk about two different type of men, a natural man and a spiritual man. Here's the verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Here's the important part to realize. You were the natural man before you trusted in Jesus Christ. Before you placed your trust in what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross, before you got saved, you were the natural man. You were dead in your spirit. When you trust in Jesus Christ, you're given the Holy Spirit, so now you're made alive, and you can now be able to understand spiritual things. The Bible is a spiritual book. The Bible also says that the only thing that a lost man, someone who's not saved, can be convicted on is sin, righteousness, and judgment. Sin, because he knows what he does is wrong. Righteousness, because he knows that perfection is required. And judgment, because he knows there's going to be a payment for his sin. That enables him to hear the gospel. But outside of that, he won't be able to understand things in the Bible. So now you're saved. Now you have the Holy Spirit. Now you can understand. Join me in verse 15. But he that is spiritual, if you trusted Jesus Christ, this is you, judges all things. Yet he himself is judged of no man. Verse 16, for who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. You can grow. You can make a difference where you are in your school, in your home, your family, your community. You can make a difference because you matter to God. You know, a lot of times people say, ah, those teenagers, man, they're nothing. All they're doing is messing things up, causing problems. Sometimes I just think they're so wasteful. I couldn't be farther from the truth, my friends. A lot of people agree that the 12 apostles, the ones that Jesus used to turn the world upside down, were teenagers. It could very well be true. Man, look at the opportunity that you have. You matter to God. Start 2016 knowing that you matter and that you can make a difference because there's a God in heaven who loves you and cares about you. I can't wait to join you next time. Until then, rep Jesus Christ where you are and in everything that you do. Share the good.